Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, Andy. Hi. Hi there, Bob. Yeah, hi. You're bit right. surprised to see you in a, a sweatshirt rather than a t-shirt. Yeah, it's well, it's getting cold, isn't it? True. We've got the uh, the energy crisis and all that, so I haven't had the heating on this week yet. Um, so I'm wearing my sweatshirt. Can you see what it says? It says Roxy Music. Roxy so Music. I, I suppose yeah. you want to tell me you've been to see them or that, you, that they gave, Brian Ferry gave you it. Or that Brian it's a Ferry one-off. gave me it, yeah. He gave me, he uh, invited me down to um, his base yeah. uh, in London. I sent a limousine. And wow. I went down and he just went, uh, there's a little something for you. Thank you for uh, for all your support. Over the years? And, uh, yeah, yeah. And I, he said, don't, don't open it yet, though. Right. So got back in the limousine, got driven back up home, uh, opened the sweatshirt. It's slightly too small. It is. I didn't like to so, say, Andy. I didn't like to say, but it is snug, isn't it? it All is your contours bit, yeah. are on display, I've got to be Very honest. Very much so. Well, you know, some people like to see that kind of thing. So and today we uh, woke up for the first time in a couple of weeks without a 10 o'clock match, Andy, it was, and it was difficult to take, it, wasn't it? It's been hell. I don't know what to do with myself. You should see the state of my house. It Tell is, me about it. Tell me about disgusting. it. It's disgusting. I've done like a week and a half of just very little minimal maintenance and tidying up and it's right. just a shit heap bob when you say shit heap do you mean like the the area in front of the telly's covered in nuts and wrappers and crisps and dog dirt and stuff what are you what are we talking that, that about sort here of thing yeah piles and piles of um unwashed dishes yeah unlaundered laundry yeah uh, that's why I'm wearing the Roxy Music tit sweatshirt that doesn't fit. So <laughs> the I've got left. tit sweatshirt. Uh, the the thing is, Andy, this ten o'clock start, it mm. really did take your whole day. You can kid yourself you'll do something yeah. between the matches, but do you fuck? No, especially because the, the bonus was the huge amounts of added on time they were putting on the end of each yeah. game. Yeah. So you just it just completely reduced your your uh, your downtime in between the matches. But get, as always, a, it, a, people are saying the quality's not been great, but it's kind of not the point, is it, Andy? It's just no. getting stuck into it, really, isn't it? That's the thing. Yeah, I, It's like a buffet. No one goes to a function <laughs> where there's a buffet and enjoys everything that's there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I enjoy most of it, but... But you, you take know. a bit of everything, don't you? Yeah. I'm trying to think of anything on a buffet that you'd reject... Maybe, go on, have a go. Uh, maybe like sort of like a little salad thing that's like got feta cheese and onion in it. You might not bother. Yeah. What, like a little in- individual bowl of salad? Yeah. Maybe you wouldn't. Maybe olives. I'd, I'd, maybe you wouldn't touch the olives. I'd be all right. Maybe quiche. I'm not that asked about quiche. Yeah. You know. No, that's fair enough. Is it? 
No, that's fair enough. I quite like that very bacony one, you know, that that classic bacon quiche. Yeah. Cheese and onion one's nice, warm, Andy. I had the, um, I was up the Morrison's the other day, because I, I do believe Morrison's is the best supermarket. I know you do, that's Andy. That's now my official stance. Um, and they're doing, in their excellent baked goods area, yeah. they're doing um, a pigs in blanket roll. Which is like a sausage roll. Oh, you're eating something there. What you got? Yes, sir. I mean, I'm a Kit Kat junkie. <laughs> I was desperate. I had a Kit Kat earlier. But I thought what I'll do is I'll eat it before the podcast <laughs> rather than during it. Was it a chunky or a finger one? You continue. It was two fingers. Just the two fingers? Just the two fingers, yeah. I had a custard cream Morrison's as well. Morrison's is a good store. We don't have them down. We did have one next to the station, but... Um, Shut down, yeah. couldn't make a living there. You know, bad site, bad spot. You couldn't yeah, park. The south, the um, but yeah, pigs in blanket roll. And I looked at the ingredients before I ate it, and it's it's sausage meat, but with bits of bacon mixed into it. Right, that pigs I've in got blanket you. kind of vibe. It was all right, but I didn't really taste the bacon very much. I thought you were going to um, devastate me and say that there was a um, a small percentage of cotton in there as well. <laughs> To yeah, represent the blanket. I didn't, I didn't get that far down the ingredients, to be quite honest. Listen up. Um, I'm still spiralling into the very centre of country music, Andrew. Okay. Can't pull myself out. It's like a maelstrom. Yeah. So I've had to write a song, and I'll have to sing it, if you don't mind. Are you ready? I'm ready. One, two, three. I've been listening to that country fucking music. With my cowboy boots digging into my thighs I've got Dolly Parton posters on the windows And banjo shaped lips on my mutton pies I've had a speaker inserted in my pillow So I can absorb the country music while I sleep I've changed my son's name to Willie Nelson now every time he sings a song, I fucking weep. I'm not honky, I'm not bright as a spark. I'm Andy Dodo, son, I'm pissing on shadows. In the fucking dark. I spend all day just listening to country music. And sitting in the bath to bleach my fucking jeans I've lost my job, my wife and my fucking savings That's how much this country music fucking means But I'm not honky, I'm not bright as a spark I'm Andy Dawson, I'm pissing on shadows Into fucking dark I think you could, you can feel the passion there, can't you, Andy? Very much so. It oozed passion. Uh, very good. Hey, while we're talking about country music, there is an excellent documentary series called, I think it's called Country Music, mm. and it's been repeated on BBC4 lately, so it'll be on the iPlayer, and it's by that fella called Ken Burns, who sounds like just someone who'd work in a garage, but he actually does really good documentaries. Very Why do I know Ken Burns? Is he from the past? He's just that he's the documentary king. He did that really good one about the Vietnam War that was on a few years ago. He's oh, and done, he's done the Dust Bowl in um, the Dust Bowl one, yeah. And he yeah. did one about prohibition as well. 
you you generally get them if you get the PBS channel, which yeah. I think is on Sky, but you, you can get a subscription to it as well. At Christmas, they just show all of Ken Burns' greatest hits. It's good so stuff, Andy. Coming up. He knows what he's doing, doesn't he, Ken Burns? Yeah, oh, yeah. Because um, uh, I don't really... I, I never used to be that arsed about country music, but I watch this documentary. It's brilliant, because all the stories behind the people, hey, the country people. Careful, Andy. If it gets you, you're fucked. Um, can you tell me anything about resin bonded driveways? Because I, I, I feel as though I'm becoming more interested in oh, the yeah. concept of them. Well, some important facts. Um, you want re- resin bonded, yeah? You don't want mm. bonded resin. Yeah. What's the difference? Um, remember, it is permeable. So if you lay it on a non-permeable surface, you're going to get a layer of water underneath it and it will lift, Andy. It can be subject to, to sun damage. Yeah. So you should pay the extra for the one that's UV light. Um, right. Non-sensitive. Are there a few facts yeah. that you've enjoyed? I'm, not, I'm very concerned about the, the permeable element. Yeah. Tricky, so what you've got to lay just got lay just on the soil then? You've got to lay it onto a permeable surface. Um the, if you get Maybe a quali- sand and soil? So, um, not, I don't think you want any soil in there, Andy. You're gonna get weeds coming through. I think what you need is oh. I think that the I think they're very professional outfits, they lay a sort of membrane. Right. Um, maybe even like a little layer of concrete or hard st- I don't fucking know. But Something that's, that's permeable. Drain. Anyway. Concrete can't drain. Well not concrete then. All right. Um, maybe there is a permeable, like, concrete. I don't know. I don't, I don't think you know what you're talking about. You, you think I've got a knowledge gap? A little bit. You seem to know what you were talking about. You sounded convincing. <laughs> All right, you tell me Just, something about resin-bonded driveways, then. I don't know about them. I'm asking you. <laughs> you said you were interested. Well, I'm interested, yeah, but I'm starting from, like, I'm starting from square one. I've got no knowledge. That's why I'm asking you. Well, you you can't be interested if you've got no knowledge. Have you thought of a colour you'd like? Oh, God. Um, brown? <laughs> you want a brown? <laughs> That's a good choice, isn't it? So it'll look like mud. See, this is how little I know about it. Do they do brown? The, I don't know why you want brown, so the, the dog dirt won't show up. I'm not daft. Probably. Well, I tell you what, I got I got a quote for a resin bonded driveway the other day, and it, Do you blew, want to share it with us? blew me tits off. I won't be getting that, Andy. Oh, I thought you said it was blue. No blue driveway. <laughs> that sounds like a country song. Blue driveway. Blue driveway. Yeah, I've I've cancelled my blue driveway, and I bloody have as well. Andy, name wise, yeah, I'm thinking of Les Pantalon, French for trousers, obviously. Mm-hmm. Len trousers, or Kenny mm-hmm. Slacks. You know, just if you if you're into the sort of wow. um, trouser vibe today, it feels as though a lot of thought went into them. <laughs> <laughs> Can I be? What was the middle one? The middle one was just simply Len trousers. Yeah, I'll be that. Okay, be all trousers. right, Len. How are you doing? I've I've got three for you. That's Go on, any good. Uh, kinky likelihood. <laughs> I like. I might take it without hearing the others. There's no biography. <laughs> it's just the name. Uh, the second one is it's just simply marbles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have got a little biography. He carries around a velvet bag filled with what he says is marbles, right. and he invites you to have a little a little feel of them. But we don't um, know whether they're marbles. No, we don't know. You can't we don't look. Know. There's a bit. Of, there's a bit of jeopardy with marbles. Okay. And finally, you could be uh, Richie Tithead. No, I'd like to be kink. What is he? Kinky peculiar. 
kinky likelihood. <laughs> I'll take him. Talking about pouches and stuff, would you agree, Andy, that the four main accessories for a man, that's a male, yeah? Yeah. The essential accessories, you know? Uh, yeah. A gun belt. Yeah. A grain pouch. Yeah. A retractable measuring tape and a clown horn. <laughs> They're the top four essentials, you'd say. Hold on a minute. Well, I'm asking you if you agree. <laughs> and there it is. He's got the clown horn with him. Definitely the clown horn. Yeah. Definitely the clown horn. I'm not sure about a grain pouch. Well, you've managed with that one up to now, and it hasn't got you very far, has it? Um, I just remembered this this episode. Um, our official grain partner yeah. for this episode is is, is wheat. That's nice. In case you were wondering, so you can you can amend your records uh, for that. I know you um, won't be able to tell Andy, but can I just inform you that I'm wearing um, aftershave, to, well, a cologne today. Uh, it's called. Are you? It's called O Carlos. So, <laughs> Where have you got that from? I got it as a gift. You might want to. You might want to try and find some. Have you had a birthday or something? No, it's um, just a gift for being a good guy. Um, it might mask the smell <laughs> of your dogs. You know what I mean. It's quite strong. I'm not going to ask you to give you it, because that's private, but was it wrapped up? Yeah. Not just in a bag? By the shop, a I carry think. Bag. I've got to be honest. Um, TV mm. I like at the moment, Andy, and I wanted to, before mm. I forgot, because I really, like, I really enjoyed it. Andy, did I enjoy it? What? I really enjoyed it. Andy, did I enjoy it? Oh, yeah, you, you seem to have, but then again, you seem to tell us that you knew about resin bonded driveways last time and you clearly don't so uh, am i being unreasonable the new daisy may cooper thing on iplayer i've seen the first episode it's fabulous right you everyone didn't like, says that you didn't like no, it No, it was all right but i just i got distracted by someone else okay the football maybe. is that it no I, is that I, all you've watched well I, I love that very much i've watched a couple of scottish documentary series on bbc uh about um, murder and that. Um, All right. One was the Ice Cream Wars. Yeah. Don't know if you remember that going on at the time. And the other one was the World's End Murders. Um, There's quite a lot of Scottish murders. Have you seen the one where he buries his victim under the church and then they, they find out he's a serial killer and he's done about nine before various parts of the country? That's not a bad one, if you like that sort of thing. I haven't seen that, but I'm aware. I'm aware. Is it, was that Peter Tobin? That's him. Yeah, I remember that happening. Yeah. Bad guy. Yeah, I think he's a bad guy, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and I really like the uh, the White Lotus. Have you watched any of that, Andy? I watched the first part of the first series of that and I didn't like it much. Yeah, it does turn to Sorry. something what you didn't think it was. You know what I mean? There's, there's something I did start to watch and then didn't think much of but went back to and I've enjoyed. It's Avenue 5. Yeah. Which is the thing with Hugh Laurie set in outer space. I've not seen it, but I hear um, good things, Andy. Thank you very it's much like for a, that. A space cruise ship that's trapped in space. It's probably a metaphor. Are, is it a metaphor for something? Oh, it probably is. I haven't got much thought yet. I'll, I'll sit down and have a proper think about it and realise that, yeah, it probably is. Have you met, read my new, uh, new book yet, Satsuma Complex, or are you still not bothering? I've listened to the audio book version of it, uh, for all of it, yeah. You got the end, uh, did Very you? good. Did you think it was exciting at the end? It was... Um, I don't know whether I want to give it away or not, but it was but unexpected. Do you think it was exciting, though? Yeah. <laughs> do you think? Especially the way you read it. 
do you think it like got a lot of metaphors in it about the current state of the country and that? Oh shit! Was the metaphors? In oh, it? they're covered with them, man. Really? Yeah. I need some kind of like metaphor um, glasses or something. You do. You know, like dyslexia glasses where they're like blue. You don't think the squirrel's a metaphor for something? Thatcher. <laughs> Geordie Heat, Andrew, I did manage to get hold of a bit of script from the upcoming series, Geordie Heat, on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Still hasn't got a release date um, due to various problems occurring in problematic areas, but... You can um, have problems, yeah, there's a lot of problems. In in problematic areas, they tend to crop up. In areas, yeah. So, Geordie Heat, Crime on the Tyne. Hot Geordie nights. Geordie streets. Full of crime. Geordie heat. Exterior abandoned racetrack. Mr. Sting has just arrived trackside to test drive his new plasma-powered supercar. Trudy, his wife, is asleep in the massive stretch Mercedes by the hut. The hut that has a toilet bowl in it, but no seat. <laughs> Sting. Oh, look at my supercar, Trudy. It's got massive wheels, massive wipers, massive brakes, and can go a thousand miles an hour without even breaking a sweat. I intend to drive it around the world in one hour. What do you reckon, Trudy? <laughs> Sting turns to hear Trudy's response, but she doesn't open her eyes and just slips an onion and coriander flatbread onto the dashboard to indicate that she does not wish to be disturbed. Just at that moment, two motorcyclists pull up next to Sting. It is Si and Dave, the hairy bikers. All right, mate, is this your car? It's really canny-like, says Si. Yes, it is. This is my plasma supercar, if it is actually any of your business. Now, move along, please. The forces created by the car could quite easily rip your tits off, and that is a hard-cold fact. Dave. It's such a pretty car. It would make a lovely centrepiece for a fun day or a kiddie's jamboree. I like its bright red. It reminds me of Rudolph the reindeer. Does it remind you of that, Sigh? It does me. Aye, and also the bright red asses on the monkeys. How dare you like my supercar to a monkey's ass? I think you'll find that your faces look like the inside of the sump of a shit farm. And that is a hard cold and unfortunate fact. Now leave this track immediately as I have hired it for my own exclusive use and enjoyment. Go on, go on, go off and fuck a puppet on the moon. Sigh. <laughs> no, no can do... No can do, sir. We've hired the track all day and I have the receipts here in my hairy hand. You tell him, Si, we have the receipt in Si's hairy hand. Well, here's some news for you. I have a copy of my receipt here on my massive pulse-powered phone, which I'm holding now in my beautiful loot-playing hands. My receipt is bigger and more electronic, so I am the winner. Please leave the track before I'm forced to call Jody Heat Squad. We're not scared of that bunch of farty jars. You will be if they send PC Carol Beasley. Aye, says Dave, she is a worry, 
but we have a dozen scotch eggs in our pannier bags. She'll be like putty in our hands when she sees them. Do you think so, Dave? I do. Well, we shall see about that. Sting gets on the phone to Geordie Heat HQ. As he does so, the hairy bikers park their motorcycles either end of Sting's supercar blocking it in. Sting goes and stands outside Trudy's Mercedes waiting for the Geordie Heat squad. He knocks on the passenger door window, but she keeps her eyes closed and places a cloudberry and asparagus post-meditation bar on the dashboard to indicate she is not accepting visitors. Close-up of meditation bar. It is manufactured by not-cut paper mills of Dundee. Exterior, Sting Supercar. Chief Inspector Eddie Howe and Commissioner Amanda Staveley exit the Ford... (laughs) 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 Exit the Ford Tittlemouse Squad Car. (laughs) (laughs) Mr Sting approaches them. (laughs) What about time to... Oh, hello, Miss Stavely. How lovely to see you. It's Amanda, baby. I love your supercar. It's it's plasma-powered. Am I right? Yes, and it has nitrous injection for super moves and stunt work. Amanda, nitrous. You can't beat it. Am I right? Eddie Howe. So, what seems to be the fucking problem here, Mr Sting? It's very simple. I have booked the track all day for my exclusive use and these two fucking mobile farmers have turned up claiming they have booked it as well. I require you to boot them off, seize them, seize their bikes for research. Oh, double booking situation. Very fucking inconvenient for both fucking parties. I have an electronic receipt and their receipt is a simple handwritten one which could easily have been forged, so I am the winner. Amanda approaches the hairy bikers. Hi, I'm Commissioner Amanda Baby. How are you two guys today? Looking for some fun, am I right? Uh, Yes, says Dave. We booked the track to go dead fast and ride without our helmets because our beards get trapped in the straps, don't they, Si? Do you think they get trapped in the straps, Si? I do. Sigh, aye, and that clown over there reckons he's booked the track for the day, which can't be right, as we have a handwritten receipt signed by Johnny Pompous, the track owner. (laughs) Amanda, Mr Sting also has a receipt, and it's electronic, which sounds a lot more fancy and proper. Am I right? Dave, well, electricity is very complicated and important, so maybe you are right. Oh, hold on. Here comes the track owner, Johnny Pompous. Maybe, maybe he can clear this up. They all, they all gather around Johnny Pompous. Eddie, so, Mr Pompous, we seem to have a double fucking booking situation on our fucking heads. Here, can you shed any light on what's fucking occurring? Oh, you've got quite the rough tongue on you, haven't you, sir? Did you get out of bed expecting plaster of Paris and all you got is grout? Don't get lardy down with me, Johnny fucking Pompous. I'll lump lump you so hard you'll end up fucking a puppy on the moon. Ooh, what's a peasant? Always a peasant. Lay a finger on me, I assure you my lawyers will squeeze you so hard your pasty face will transform into a beetroot. Permission to fucking lamp him, Amanda, baby? Amanda. No need for that, Eddie, Eddie. So, Johnny Pompous, 
can you tell us which one of these parties actually booked the track today? Oh, well, more importantly, which of us booked electronically and therefore is the winner? Let me check my Google Android. Ah, uh, yes, it was booked for the day by Mr. Gordon Sting of the massive house with the massive tribe. Get in! I'm the fucking winner! Oh, Mr. Sting, that Mr. Sting, he booked the track online. Oh, Mr. Sting, yes, Mr. Sting, electric wins every time. Yeah, all right, Mr. Sting. Enough with the song and the fucking dance nonsense. Mr. Pompous, the two farmer lads have a handwritten receipt. How do you fucking explain that? It must be a forgery. I never, and I mean absolutely never, put pen to paper these days. It's just too much of a perfuffle. As he's saying this, the hairy bikers run to their machines and roar away to make their escape. Forgery! Forgery! Get out of the parish! <laughs> Amanda, the cheek of it, am I right? Eddie, well, there you fucking go, Mr. Stick. We'll leave you to enjoy your track day, and I wish you all the best in your endeavours and for the fucking future. Amanda, giving Sting a wink. Cheerio, Mr. Sting. Sting. Oh, see, Amanda, baby. Geordie Squad leave the scene, and Sting opens the door to his supercar. Just as he does so, the horn on the Mercedes blasts out and Trudy places a goat's milk and bumbery smoothie on the dashboard, indicating that it's time to go home as she has a bark and sea scum rubbing booked in the town centre. Oh, come in, <laughs> Trudy. I'll just put soap car away in the massive garage. Under his breath. I bet, a, I bet Amanda baby wouldn't treat me like this. Sting's got the hots for Amanda. Who wouldn't? Uh, could be a love triangle a situation emerging there. Yeah. Um, this thing with receipts. Yeah. Like, you know when you're in a shop and they say to you, can we take your email address and we'll send you an electronic oh, receipt? Fuckers. What do you do? I find it, so, it so hard to refuse someone my email address. Like, no, I just I, I said no. I find it really easy now. Once you've done it once, it's really easy. You just say, no, I'd rather have a paper one. Because they'll, they'll say something like, we'll give you an electronic receipt to save paper, and they put the guilt trip you. Yeah. And you're meant to think that, oh, it's good for the environment. But it's not, it's just data harvesting. I find it very difficult. I'm glad you've brought it up, because it's a genuine issue. It isn't easy. It's, it's like you sit down, um, say, at a car showroom and say, hi, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm interested in getting a service for my car. Take your email. Oh, what do they want your fucking email for? Because they want your email, so they can keep it and probably sell it. You reckon sell they sell them? them? Um, well, I don't know. They sell them. The, the Russians? Do you harvest anything? Chinese? And they do harvest anything? I don't know necessarily electronic. Do you, do you harvest anything? Don't harvest anything. Well, maybe hoarding might be a better... Crops. Do you have your... Wheat. <laughs> well, it is a wheat special today. Maybe we should start growing yeah. some... 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Would you like to have a quiz? Go on then, of course I would. Okay, the quiz in question is called Boing, Crash, Pop. Oh, yeah! yeah. Leather, Thwack, Clang, Peanuts, Dove, Clang, Crash, Shield. Give <laughs> me just, just a little, little more, more time, 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 ping. Here we go. And what we've got in front of me, I've got three types of soap. Just hand soap. Okay. Not liquid soap, nothing like that, just hand soap. A bar of soap. Okay, they're all the same size, Andy. They're all 100 grams, and we're talking okay. about a four-pack. You're talking four-pack? bars of soap. Four packs. All right. Shouldn't make any difference. One pack, four-pack, doesn't matter, but they're four-packs. Now we've got... Where are um, you getting them from? Asda. Asda. Okay. Get yourself in Asda mode. Okay. Yeah? Yep. Okay. First one, Pears yep. Transparent Soap. Okay. Familiar with it? Familiar, very familiar. Good hard soap. Good hard yeah, soap. Lovely smell. Second, Imperial Leather Original. Nice soap. It's what Familiar. I use. That's what I use. That's what you use. Yeah. Do you do you, t- do you put peel the little sticker off? <laughs> no, I never have. I never have. Well, what happens to it? Does it disintegrate? No, it's it's useful for when it gets tiny. That's why it's there. What's it there for? Help you grip. To, to hold on to. Yeah. All right. And finally, Shield Fresh Aqua Deodorizing Soap. Are you familiar with that brand? No, I'm going to go mm. most expensive. Curveball. Most expensive. Can I just say as well, yeah. I will, for full disclosure, the shield is 115 grams as opposed to 100 grams, but it's still a four-pack. I'm going shield most expensive um, yeah. and imperial leather least um, imperial leather least expensive. And pairs as the middle. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> you have... Fucked it up. Ah. ah! Humiliation. Um. Yeah, most expensive was the pairs, £2.65. Uh, then was the shield, £2. Yeah. Quite a quite a big drop there from £2.65. And the bigger, 115 mm. grams. Imperial leather, £1.58 for cheapest. four bars. The cheapest. Yeah. Well, I did say it was cheapest. I said shield most expensive... Imperial Leather Least. So I got that one, right? Imperial Leather's got four out of five on the reviews. Pears has got four and a half out of five. Shield hasn't been reviewed. So jury's out. Okay. But it is suitable for vegans. I'm very happy. I'm very happy with Imperial Leather, Andy. Very happy. I sometimes find it difficult to get a froth, you know, a foam up with the pears. But that's just, maybe that's just me. Well, it's just your technique. (laughs) 
my name is Dominic Littlewood and welcome along to the Dominic Littlepod. Uh, name, of course, was recently changed because of legal reasons. I'm not happy about it, but what can you do? Uh, so, it's the Dominic Littlepod. Littlepod by name. Massive pod by nature. That's Very my good. new slogan. Very good, Don. Uh, sp- don't speak yet. Sorry. I ain't introduced you. My special guest on this week's episode is uh, one of Britain's uh, leading fiction authors, uh, Mr. Bob Wilmer. Well, hello, Bob. Hello, Tom. Thanks speak for now. having us. Thanks for having yeah. us. Uh, I read some of your new book. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, onwards. Uh, what, you fancy yourself as, what, Richard Osman or something, do you? Well, I, I, I hope it's a bit different from Richard Osman's, you know, it's a, a little bit different, but, yeah, yeah. I suppose. Did you, uh, did you find it easy to write the book? Excellent question, Tom, yeah, not too bad, took us about four months. Yeah, that comes across, actually, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, all the podcasts, it's not about you, it's about me. Uh is a new feature which I'm calling the nation's favourite Davis. Uh, do you have a favourite Davis, Bob? For example, Steve Davis, Ray Davis from the Kings, or Davis Love the Third, the golfer. Um, I mean, I was going to say, you can nominate your own favourite Davis if you have one. Not well, in that I, list. I was going to say Ray Davis, Don, but you've you, you've like um, pulled the rug out from under my ass, you mm. know. Um, yeah. Another Davies. Can't think of one. Sorry, Dom. Yeah, well, Davies is what Ray is. He's a Davies and not a Davis. So I suppose we have to disqualify that. <laughs> well, you said um, it. Well, it was just off the top of my head, wasn't it? Um, anyway, I'm on the fence with that one. I ain't got one. You got any thoughts about immigration? <laughs> <laughs> no, have you, Dom? Nah, not really. Um... Jesus, do you think he's ever going to come back? <laughs> I think the chances are slim. Uh, Don, but I ain't going to discount it. Yeah, I think he'll come back, but he'll come back as a smaller man than last time. Right. More uh, condensed in body mass. Yeah, you know a bit I mean? more like your height. Yeah. Well, maybe, yeah, now you can't mention it. Yeah, I'd thought about that. Uh, final question for you this time round, Bob. That's just an example. Do a bit of role play. For example, if you're uh, having a bowl of cereal, uh, e.g. Frosties. Right. They're my favourites. Mine too. Uh, oh, good. And you pour some milk on, but there's not enough milk left in the bottle. Yeah. And you open a new bottle of milk. Would you then mix the milk with the original milk, or would you just abandon the whole thing? <laughs> well, I can't see the point of abandoning it, Dom. You've got some milk in your hand. Yeah, but it's cross-contamination, though, isn't it, Bob? Well, I don't reckon. Do you know what I do, Dom? <coughs> you know, the the milk that you get these days isn't very creamy. So I put a bit of cream in the bottom of my bowl, then I put right, the milk yeah. in, stir it, and then I add the Frosties. So I, I'm a contaminator anyway. That doesn't sound very good for your art, to be fair. Yeah, to be fair. To be fair, you're probably right. But it is delicious. Yeah. What a cereal, nah, what, Dom. What a cereal. What can you do? What can you do? Sometimes you just got to follow your compulsions, don't you? <laughs> you know. <laughs> the heart wants what it wants. And that, I think, is the message from this episode of the Dominic Little Pod. So thank you very much for listening. Thanks for joining me, Bob. Hey, goodbye. Good good episode, that one, Andy. Did you hear it, Dom's podcast? I just caught a bit where he said that your boot was a bit undercooked. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was talking about cream. Oh, we were talking right. about cream, and it made me wonder right. where, where do you enter the where, you know where do you enter the cream thickness sort of table? Are you like a whipping cream man, a single cream, a double cream, a clotted cream? You know where where's your sweet spot? I mean, as you can imagine from looking at me, I enjoy cream in all of its forms. I bet. Um, I particularly enjoy a double cream, right? Uh, in, in pouring form. You don't go as far uh, as the, the the clotted, the actual sort of stiff one. I don't mind it. I'll have it on a scone. You know, yeah. with some jam. It depends on the occasion. Like if it's a bowl of strawberries, it'll be double cream poured on. Yeah. Uh, but you can get that, what's, what's it called, elm leaves, which I don't think is actual cream. Oh, it's fuck it. It's not cream. It's that, made of it? butter or something. Is it? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, Probably worse for you than real cream. I mean, it fucks me off a bit. Like, I, I think I'll have a scone with some jam and cream. Yeah. But you have to buy a pot of clotted cream. Yeah. And I probably will never ever you you know what I mean. I've got no other use for it but my scones. Does that piss you off? Getting Butter Morrison's, uh, they do a scone kit where you get the <laughs> oh, cream right. and the jam, and you get a bit of uh, you get a scone, and it's all in one package, so there's no waste. Proven again and that the, they're the top supermarket. Yeah, they? it's the innovators. They've you already- also get you can, you can get a breakfast kit as well, which has got some sausages in, some bacon, <laughs> uh, some bits of black pudding. Yeah, and uh, it feeds four apparently. So uh, yeah, yeah, four or one of you, I imagine. Four or one of me, yeah. Got a gangs of the um, EFT. Um, when I say gangs of the EFT, Andy, it's because mm-hmm. it's uh, gangs of the English football team rather oh, than okay. the English Premier League. Gangs of the EFT. <laughs> So I paid up and got some footage of the England uh, squad hanging hanging around at St George's before they set up yeah. for the World Cup. Infinity Rockets had put a hot Jeffrey Router um, capture on the TV in Jordan Henderson's room. Yeah, Jordan's hot Jeffrey. There. Yeah, hot Jeffrey. Proper um, stuff. Yeah. Well, it's old fashioned, but it's, it's never been bettered, Andy. Jordan's there. Yeah. Harry, Mag- Harry Kane, Harry Maguire, Trippier, and, and Eric Dyer. Um, so I'll just play it for you, really. You know, Please do. <laughs> Jordan's the first to speak. Right, uh, and yep, don't I know it. Uh, we need to elect a boss for this holiday so that behaviour and standards are held up and half-price means half-price. At Westmead Double Glazing, Bongo's a fucking nutcase. <laughs> Harry Kane. As a senior member of the squad... <coughs> oh, sorry. <coughs> As the senior member of the squad, I think we should all make a pitch and then take a vote on who shall be leader. Harry Maguire, did you know that the large grass cutter here has a hundred brake horsepower and can mulch the cuttings at a rate of four kilos per second? It's a beautiful machine with a two-year service cycle. Harry Kane, very, very interesting, Maguire, but a bit off topic, if you don't mind me suggesting that you get back on track before the meeting gets acrimonious and upsetting. I'm sorry, boss. Trippier, excuse me, but I don't think you should be saying boss, because as of now, we haven't voted on who will be the holiday boss. Harry Kane, that's very true and correct, Kevin. So, Eric, would you like to make the first pitch? Eric Dyer, do I 
have to <laughs> fuck stand up. No, Eric, it doesn't matter. It's up to you. What's your personal preference, Eric? Sit down. I love a sit down on that mower. You know, did, did you know the seat has a lambswell lining and independent suspension? <laughs> Trippier, that, that's off topic, isn't it, Harry? That's actually very naughty. It is naughty, Kevin, but let's not make a fluffy buffy about it. Go on, Eric, let's have your pitch. I would like to be <laughs> holiday boss. But, <laughs> but why, Eric? <laughs> No, but, but but why, Eric? Says Jordan. What's actual fight at the end of the push with you? Uh, I withdraw. Okay, so Eric has withdrawn from the race. Let's have your pitch, Kevin Trippier. Number one, I have the best haircut. Number two, I don't have a girlfriend, but I know what one is. Number three, if need be, I can be a right little Larry bastard. That is my pitch. Very nice, Kevin. Jordan, let's hear your pitch. Uh, yeah, if you uh, like your holiday rep country style and with a uh, wedge of iron lucky stand, that, that, the piss pot then look no further than Hendo. The tie is right and I've got 18 water butts full of bright wool. And uh, next time you're in town, uh, drop by, say hello to Barbara, uh, head lecturer at Sunland Clown School. That's fellow citizens is what my pitch is. <laughs> Very nice pitch, Jordan. Anything you want to add that actually makes a better case for you? Yes. Uh, hot, <laughs> yellow, handled hammers. Very good, Jordan. <laughs> Harry Maguire, let's have your pitch. Coordinating a lad's trip abroad is very much like properly maintaining your tractor or grain sorter. Look after basic maintenance, oil changes, fuel levels. Clean the chassis after each use. Don't overload the machine or use it on an inappropriate surface. And for fuck fuck's sake, check your tyre pressure at least once a week. Finally, and perhaps most importantly, don't leave it outside in the rain when it's not in use. Trippier. That is a superb pitch. What he's basically saying is we need to eat, drink, wear appropriate footwear and stay in the hotel unless we are needed. For example, on a football pitch or media interview. I think I will be voting for Maguire. Harry Kane, it was a nice little pitch, but don't you think you should wait to hear what I have to say before declaring your preference? To be honest, Kevin, it beggars belief that you would do that. It could potentially put a sour note over the whole proceedings. That's thrown me a wobble and is very upsetting, not to say discouraging. Thank you, Kevin. Not. Oh, pull yourself together, uh, Chinny. Let's have your pitch. Pitch and put two kids, play free. Okay. As your holiday boss, I would ensure that we stick to our diets, attend all appointments on time, including the actual matches, and always look presentable and confident around the hotel. I also promise to teach Kevin to swim, to hire a jet ski for Maguire, and buy a big yellow hammer for Jordan, and buy Eric a great big lump of fudge to suck on to help him to get to sleep at night. That is my pitch. Let's have a show of hand. Who votes for me? All of them put their hands up. Thank you, guys. Now, my first duty, I pronounce our name to be the Lion Kings and our motto to be, when we roar, you'll know all about it. All of them. <laughs> when we roar, you'll know all about it. <laughs> and that's that's as much as the hot Jeffrey, the hot uh -huh. Jeffrey got me. Oh.
I mean, that's that's a hell of an ending. You know, <laughs> that's a great that's a great catchphrase. What's the uh, catchphrase? Andy, do you remember it? When we roar, you'll know all about it. Was <laughs> <laughs> that it? That's it. Yeah. So I've if been... and when we roar, <laughs> no. If now you've got it right, when we roar, you'll know all about it. You'll know all about it. Blimey, I'm going to put some money on England to win the tournament now. Well, there um, we go, Andrew. Have you got any exciting bets we can look out for on the on the uh, comp- on the World Cup? I fancy France to win it. Mbappe is a big problem. When I was watching Mbappe yeah. and uh, the other fella on the right wing <coughs> the other Dembele. night, I was thinking we we, we yeah. can't we can't handle that. No. England can't deal with can't that. It was Trippier and like John Stones and Harry Maguire. No, I don't think that's possible. I'm not sure anybody can really. Yeah, true. France can only uh, shoot themselves in the foot, I think. Yeah, defensively. But uh, you don't know. You never know with football. You never, you? Know. you never and, know. And I mean, I don't think Brazil looked that that good. To be honest with you, no, they look very good, no. but not that good. France is the problem. No. Maybe Spain. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, yeah. So thanks for listening. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, Pastippers. See you next time. Yeah, goodbye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.